us all. Well, a very good morning to everybody out there. Welcome to another edition of the Soul Food Breakfast Show alongside uh, your boy DJ Val and, of course, Mr. Alistair V. How are you all doing out there this morning? I'm telling you, we've got a super, super duper show lined up for you today. So remember, we start off with 30 minutes of uninterrupted worship music. Music ease you into your Saturday morning. Oh. Then, of course, we have Mr. Alistair V. He's going to be coming on about, uh, about 9 o'clock with Young People's Point of View. Oh, I've got a brand new, uh, poetically speaking, uh. brand new redesigned uh, format as well. Thank you so much indeed, Elder Jessica. Yeah. We've got all our usual features. Oh, all the usual fun, I guess. Bible reading taking place as well. How can I forget that? But of course, uh, you didn't wake up to hear me, right? You woke up to uh, worship our God. So uh, I'm going to move away from my microphone. You can move closer to your device. Let us worship our God together. You can listen to a sound when you're on your way to church. You can listen to a sound. Hey, this is Cheval Franklin from Kingston, Jamaica, and it's time for worship with DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel Show. This is my desire. Every breath. 
and enjoy the ride. Too long I've been living with shame I've let my fears roam the way It is time to
What's up, what's up? This is your friend and brother, Stevie Glory, aka Stevie G. All the way from Lusaka, Zambia. Whenever I'm in the UK, I love to listen to my man, DJ Val, on the Soul Food Gospel Show. Don't change the channel, Stevie.
God of my future. Sing it out. You are my. You're the author and the finisher. You are God of my. And you still are. You're not caught by surprise. You are my.
Listen to a that young man's voice, Chandler Moore, man. The more uh, you know, he has such a unique and distinctive voice. What a great way to worship! You hold it all together. He's faithful. Come on, he's bring it all to Jesus from our dear friend uh, Lou Fellingham, and she's uh, going to be on one of the shows coming up very, very soon. She's kicked off the, uh, the worship this morning. The double stack back to back. Brianna Scott. Here I uh, actually. I give you my heart, and here I am to worship. A lovely way to wake you up this morning. In case you joined us, welcome to a uh, to welcome to the breakfast show. We've now reached a time for our Bible reading today, right? So, uh, the Bible it's taken from the very dramatized, great sounding Bible experience. And all I'm going to tell you on this Saturday morning is be blessed as we meditate on God's marvelous and miraculous word on this Saturday morning breakfast show. saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, As for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. Teacher, they asked, When will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? He replied, Watch out that you are not deceived. For many will come in my name claiming, I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines and pestilences in various places and fearful events and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will lay hands on you and persecute you. They will deliver you to synagogues and prisons and you will be brought before kings and governors and all on account of my name. And so you will bear testimony to me. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers, sisters, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me. But not a 
hair of your head will perish. Stand firm and you will win life. When you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. Then, let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those in the city get out. And let those in the country not enter the city. For this is the time of punishment and fulfillment of all that has been written. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great distress in the land and wrath against this people. They will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. They will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life and that day will close on you suddenly like a trap. For it will come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Each day Jesus was teaching at the temple and each evening he went out to spend the night on the hill called the Mount of Olives. And all the people now came the early in the morning to bread, the called the Passover, was approaching. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve. And Judas went to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. Then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it? They asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters, and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. 
make preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine on the table. The Son of Man will go as it has been decreed, but woe to that man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves which of them it might be who would do this. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors, but you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest, and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials. And I confer on you a kingdom, just as my father conferred one on me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I'm ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. Then Jesus asked them, when I sent you without purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He said to them, But now, if you have a purse, take it, and also a bag. And if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. It is written, And he was numbered with the transgressors, and I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. The disciples said, See, Lord, here are two swords. That is enough, he replied. Jesus went out, as usual, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. 
not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay a hand on me, but this is your hour, and darkness reigns. Then seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. And when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly this fellow was with him, but he is a Galilean. Peter replies, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept. The men who were guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded, Prophesy! Who hit you? Huh? Who hit you? And they said many other insulting things to him. At daybreak, the council of the elders of the people, both the chief priests and the teachers of the law, met together, and Jesus was led before them. You are the Messiah, they said. Tell us. Jesus answered, if I tell you, you will not believe me, and if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, Are you, then, the Son of God? He replied, You say that I am. Why do we need any more testimony? We let him off to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, we have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment of taxes to Caesar and claims to be Messiah, a king. 
So Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so. Then Pilate announced to the chief priests and the crowd, I find no basis for a charge against this man. But they insisted. He stirs up the people all over Judea by his teaching. He started in Galilee and has come all the way here. On hearing this, Pilate asked if the man was a Galilean. When he learned that Jesus was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased because for a long time he had been wanting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform a sign of some sort. He plied him with many questions, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the teachers of the law were standing there, vehemently accusing him. Then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked him. Dressing him in an elegant robe, they sent him back to Pilate. That day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Before this, they had been enemies. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was inciting the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence and have found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him and then release him. With one voice, they cried out, Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us! Barabbas had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again, but they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! He's not the king! For the third time, Pilate spoke to them, Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore, I will have him punished and then release him. But with loud shouts, they insistently demanded that he be crucified. And their shouts prevailed. So Pilate decided to grant their demand. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, the one they asked for, and surrendered Jesus to their will. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene, who was on his way in from the country, and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the childless women. 
the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed, then they will say to the mountains, fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing and they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, then save yourself. <laughs> there was a written notice above him which read, this is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us! But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God? He said, since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. For the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. For all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching these things. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man, who had not consented to their decision in action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth, and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. 
It was preparation day, and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath. On the first day of the week, to the very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves. And he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, are you only a visitor to Jerusalem and do not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? He asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, he was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said. But him they did not see. He said to them, How foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, 
and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, <laughs> mm. This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they stayed continually at the temple, praising God.
In the news this week, Billy Graham Evangelistic Association takes legal action over venue cancellations. The Scottish Government intends to criminalise so-called hate speech in the home. And mothers of children with Down syndrome share how they resisted the pressure to abort. Hello. The Billy Graham Evangelistic Association has launched legal action after UK venues cancelled its bookings. Franklin Graham was due to preach in eight British cities. He said the venues cancelled the events because of his stand on traditional biblical beliefs about human sexuality. He also believes they object to his message that Jesus Christ is the only way they can be forgiven of sin and have a right relationship with God. The association hopes the tour will be able to go ahead in the future. Scottish Justice Secretary Humza Yusuf has said he intends to clamp down on so-called hate speech inside the home. Campaigners have warned Scotland's hate crime bill omits a crucial defence which protects conversations in the home from police intervention. However, Yusuf is refusing to include the defence, telling the committee scrutinising the bill that hate speech in the home should be criminal. Lord Brackadale, whose recommendations led to the bill, warned MSPs to think carefully before introducing such a landmark change. Asked if Holyrood should be alert to the danger of allowing a public order offence to extend to the private sphere, the judge agreed the concern was well-founded. The Women and Equalities Committee has launched a fresh attempt to make it easier to change legal sex. After extensive consultation, Equalities Minister Liz Truss said there would be no changes to the Gender Recognition Act and only minor changes to the application process. But the committee has now called for evidence into how the law could be altered, suggesting it could be changed to demedicalise the process, despite the government rejecting this. The Institute's Simon Calvert explained, When the committee last held an inquiry into these laws, it recommended allowing people as young as 16 to change gender by self-declaration and creating a new legal status of non-binary. Thankfully, the government rejected these extreme proposals. They're just going to have to accept that they've lost the argument. And finally, mothers of children with Down syndrome have shared how they stood up to the pressure to abort their unborn babies. Emma Meller told the BBC she was advised that while 38 weeks pregnant, she could change her mind right up until being induced. We were offered 15 terminations, even though we made it really clear that it wasn't an option for us, but they really seemed to push and really seemed to want us to terminate. Lorraine Buckmaster said, The support was only there if I chose to have an abortion, and that was what they presumed, but they weren't interested when I said I wanted to keep Jackson. And Nicola Enoch, whose son Tom has the condition, said, I was led to believe he would have a negative impact on our lives, but he has enriched them and we are without doubt better people for having him in them. Well, that's all for this week. For regular updates and information on all of our stories, plus much more, visit our website at christian.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.
Have you ever wanted to begin a discussion with your child about really difficult topics like protecting their bodies from unwanted touching, but you didn't quite know how to bring it up? Or are you waiting for a convenient time when they're older? Well, I have good news and bad news. Bad news first. There's never a convenient time. And whilst you're waiting, somebody else might be speaking to them in a way that's unhealthy. But the good news is that for £5 only, I've developed a musical resource just for you to help you approach the discussion in a fun, child-friendly way. It comes with a cartoon video, a karaoke cartoon video, a song track, a karaoke song track, an instrumental, lyrics, but most importantly, an activity and discussion plan packed with lots of fun activities and scenarios to help you discuss this all-important issue with your child. And the best bit is that they can play the song over and over again so that the message really sinks in. Larger packs are available for children's organizations and schools. So head over to difficultdiscussionseasysongs.com and the precious and private musical resource is waiting there for you. Soul Food Show, Record of the Week. It's time to talk, I don't know where to start. So let me pour out the frustrations in my heart. Every part of me was screaming out, where are you? Will you answer me in this prayer? Because I don't know what to do I don't know what decision to make Reading your word and every day I pray But God, you seem silent on this one Let me know which way to turn Cause I don't want to take a step without you Let me hear your voice For you know I'm here And I need your direction, Lord I know your ways are not my ways And I know your teaching Way to turn 
To Poetically Speaking, bringing you thought-provoking and inspirational poetry with your host, Jessica Mead. Hello, it's Jessica. Welcome to Poetically Speaking with my co-host, the amazing, award-winning poetess, Jess. Hi, Jess. How are you? Hi, Jessica. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor, a privilege. I do not take it lightly being the co-host for today. Um, I'm excited to see what we're going to get ourselves into, what we're going to hear, who we're going to meet, who we're going to interview. I'm just excited and I hope that you guys are excited too. Okay, so we're going to listen to the incredible Maya Angelou's Phenomenal Woman. Let's watch the video now. Many people wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes, the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, 
the palms of my hands, the need for my care, because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman, all you women and me. Wow, wow, wow. What an awesome, phenomenal, amazing um, poem. Like, whoa. Like, wow. It's just amazing. So, um, Jessica, I've got a question to ask you. And that question is, how do you think the poem that we just heard, that we just watched, relates to today's Christian woman? Okay, that's a great question, poetess Jess. I mean, you know, Christian women are always taught about the woman in Proverbs 31 who is absolutely phenomenal. You know, she does so much. She looks after her household. She trades. You know, she is, she is incredible. All the things that she does, providing food, doing this, doing that. I mean, when you read that scripture, sometimes you wonder whether you can live up to the woman in Proverbs 31. But I want to encourage every woman out there today, because if you are a Christian, you are phenomenal. God made us, every single one of us, unique. And really, it's not about comparing how we are. Maya has spoken about a phenomenal woman from her perspective. And when she walks in a room, there's an aura about her. And I want to put it to you that there is an aura about us. Why? Because we are the light. We carry Christ within us. And when we come, we anyway, listen, it looks like I've got a preaching coming on here. <laughs> but let me just say that it relates to us. It's timeless because as Christian women, we are phenomenal. Yeah, amazing. And we're influencers. We're influencers. Look at Eve in the garden. She influenced Adam. We are great influencers. So in saying that, Jessica, what do we have next? Well, you're going to interview <laughs> Lady Avril. So I hand over to you, poetess Jess. Left the asteroid alone. Left the asteroid alone. See them now, then go on a space once again. Then pick up rocks, metals, and all sorts of compound. Then NASA try to bring it back to the ground. What is this? So much asteroid rubble. Me sure said that now go making a COVID bubble. But thank God if it's loud. Do some of the rock when gets jammed short in a spaceship, it couldn't even slip. What? Eight hundred million dollar cars. Fewer. And for all that they last? No, sir. Then better run away. Because if they ever catch the ones that commission this thing, ring the bell and bring them in. Because money tough. And then they chuck you away in the bin. Space interference once again. Left the asteroid alone. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Welcome, 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 Lady Avril. It is an honour to hear your poems and to speak and to be interviewing you. So this is Five Minutes with Lady Avril. Wow, <laughs> you are absolutely amazing, phenomenal. So my question to you now is, what inspired you to start writing 
packed to our poems. And with this poem in particular, where did the inspiration come from? I started writing it at an early age, since I was growing up in Jamaica, inspired by Louise Bennett, a world-renowned poet. I just absolutely love it. They're, her poems are hilarious. I love anything humorous. So that's where it started from, really. This particular poem, Left the Asteroid Alone, is one of my many Left the series. And it started when I first um, listened to DJ Val's show. His son was on on a Saturday morning and he was talking about the moon. And then I did a poem, Left the Moon Alone. That's been aired on his show since. And then he said, um, okay, why don't you do one left the asteroid or something like that? And I said, okay, I'll do that. And that was from a second show that his son did. So this is basically talking about NASA going into space and um, the, the effect of the asteroid coming to Earth. Uh, his son was talking about some of the rocks being stuck in the spaceship and the amount of money cost like $800 million dollars. So when I listened to all of that, I thought, okay, I can just put that into a little poem. And that's it. That's it. It's, it's there. Wow. Amazing. And how long roughly did it take for you to write and construct the poem? About a minute. <laughs> they don't take me very long at all to write. What I tend to do is if I see something or I hear something, Somehow, as soon as I start to write, it just comes. So I try and put it into a poem, try and make it rhyme. Mm. Most Sometimes it does rhyme. But try and condense it into a poem, and it doesn't really take me that long to write. And then I just, that's it, just do it. <laughs> so are you saying that in 2021, we are going to be seeing more and hearing more of Lady Averill? Yes, yes. is my answer that yes and is it going to be more patois poetry more patois because i love i i think personally i prefer them in patois because then i can just get into it and just do it and i'm done yeah because i do you know what when you was doing your poetry i was like i can see the theatrical theater coming out i felt the <laughs> i felt the that the, the jamaican attitude just about to i love it i love it i love it well thank you for being with us we cannot wait to hear more, see more of you. And we are looking forward to having you. And, you know, may God just bless your ministry and everything that you do. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Okay, so we're wrapping up. I had a, an absolutely amazing time with my co-host, Poetess Jess. I want to encourage you to keep writing to us. Use the contact form on the website, www christianpoets.co.uk so until the next time keep listening send us your comments send us your recordings and if you want to be interviewed let us know over and out till the next time be inspired bye bye guys
I wasn't sure if I was back then. I was. <laughs> wasn't that just great? I really enjoyed that, you know. I was there grinning throughout, like, look at this. This is really in- engaging and interesting as well. Thank you so much indeed, Poetis Jess. Thank you so much indeed, Elder Jessica. That was a wonderful treat there. And of course, our dear, she's now got a title. She, she, people thought that, you know, in, in the Queen's Honours list, you know, they must have missed Avril So I think they had a supplementary list. So she's now Lady Avril, you know. So she has gone out there to Lady Avril. And uh, we can't wait to get the leftist series coming when i heard that i just started laughing you know um wonderful way and you know i just want to encourage anybody that's out there right it as uh elder jessica quite rightly says i don't know why is it doing that uh it's picking up audio from somewhere else that might have been affecting your feed sorry um as elder jessica quite rightly said um you know, if you've got a poem, please, please, please take the opportunity. To, you know, you can email her direct at info at christianpoets.co.uk or go over to the website www.christianpoets.co.uk um, and get your poems over. You know, I think the most encouraging thing, especially for someone like me, when um, Lady Avril says it only takes one minute, you know, just, you know, one minute, the, the, you know, while the inspiration is there. And you know what? Sometimes you just need to have a do it now mentality with these things. Before you walk away, that thought and that idea is going to kind of like evaporate and it's going to go. And then you'll be like, oh, oh, oh. But do it then. Just take a pen and paper, do your rough thing. And then you can always come back and tidy it up a little bit later. But thank you so much indeed. Uh, left the uh, left the asteroid alone. Left, left. Oh, gee. Thank God Jesus didn't left us alone, right? <laughs> we really thank God. And of course, we thank God for our fantastic record of the week by none other than my dear friend Fiona York. Um, uh, direction uh, she's going to be with us uh, next week so uh, yeah quite quite a few people lined up for next week actually as we are uh, moved to this slightly different time so please bear in mind right as of next week uh, the Monday to Friday shows so that includes late lunch and catch a fry uh, catch a fire Friday are all moving an hour to four o'clock right UK time uh, the original soul food show will remain in its slot because uh if I take that out of there, then uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, but <laughs> it has to stay there. So uh, thank you uh, to all the teams that are working really hard to update all the information and uh, um, the, the, the website's going to get updated and the uh, presenter cards are going to be updated as well. I'm really grateful for, uh, you know, for the team that work here at Soul Food Gospel. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I want to get back to the worship, actually. Let's get back to the worship because... I do normally do quite a bit advert-wise in the week, but it's Saturday morning and we really want to take it a little bit easier. So I think what we will do is let's do, let's play some music. Hey, this is Cheval Franklin and you're listening to DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel Show. We will go in your strength. In your strength we will go. We will flourish until the moon. The moon is no more. See him so. Hey, this is Imara Joyce from Nigeria and you're listening to DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel. This one came in via submission uh, via HOD Radio. Very talented, love her voice actually. A young lady called Christine N. This one's called Great Physician. 
darkest times Lord, you have been my life My strength and my stronghold When all hope seems lost Now what can I give, what can I give To you in return For all you have done I bring to you Sacrifice of praise Absolutely loving that one, you know. Bet you're glad you sent that in, right, Christine? I also Let's say thank you again to Elder Jessica. They're having a big discourse on uh, on uh, on the poetry section, actually. See, there you go. You know, sometimes these things take a little bit of time to work out, but when you work them out, they come out all right, you know. Imagine, right, if you hadn't done anything at all. Hmm. Let's say yeah, good morning to a few people out there on the show. Good morning to Imara Joyce Nichom. She has, uh, she jumped on the screen. She has gone out to Elder Jessica. She has gone out there to uh, the left poet, aka Lady Avril Hall. She has gone out to the birthday girl herself. She's hard at work at the moment, actually. Right after her birthday, right, right back to work. She has gone out there to birthday girl, our class captain. If you are new to the show, you may well be new to the show and new to Soul Food Gospel. You may be watching from uh, one of the new platforms that we're on. You might be listening via Soul Food Gospel. But if you are on YouTube, I would say uh, you got to do this, right? you got to subscribe and hit the notification bell. I've, I'm, I'm led to believe that subscriptions are not enough by themselves, right? Please go back and check whether or not you hit the notification bell. That adds to the matrix that uh, add things. Uh, 
make us more relevant, kind of like in the search fields as well. So thank you so much indeed. If you are watching via Facebook, that's a great way to uh, share. You know, Facebook's a great uh, sharing platform. So please take the opportunity, just a few seconds, just to share. And I trust you, you will be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Um, in that song, right, I, I just slid, slid this one into the rotation. She said, I'm a mama, a massy, a massy. And um, I've got a track that uh, is by Chinyere, Chinyere Ndukwe, which is uh, exactly those words. Notice that Missy Mara Joyce, you know, uh, the Ndukwe's uh, of Abuja, too. You are beyond what words can say. I've got to ask you whether or not you and Ingozi are actually friends. You transcend all the degrees. That's why I call you a mama.
I'll say a very good morning to uh actually let me ask you, um Yamara, are you part of Fogmon? Say I get out to all the uh, Fogmon team up there. I'm in connection with the Abuja um, uh, chapter, so uh, and all the uh, Fogmon crew and team all around the whole wide world. I think it's Federal Government of Nigeria. I think worship leaders. Uh, I've forgotten the acronym now. <laughs> Beautiful track, Amama, Amasi, Amasi. Beautiful, beautiful music there by Chinyere Ndukwe. And let's do this one by another uh, a great Nigerian worshipper as well, a young lady called Agogo. This one was sent in uh, this evening. No, sorry, yesterday actually. She said, DJ Val, what do you think? I said, me likey. seems to have taken on a Saturday morning worship show. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't really the plan, but looks like it's uh, slipped quite nicely into that genre, right? Because this is my heart cry to know you more. This is my heart cry. Oh, you are? Oh, there you go. World, right? My heart I'm gonna say hi going out there to the uh, lady who is uh, oh, can't say her name because she doesn't like to be said on uh, have her name mentioned on on radio. But she was the one who connected me with uh, with uh, Ngozi, original Ngo babe. And then there you go. Look at that, right? I think that's confirmation, man. I'm going to do something with you guys, actually. Let's do something, and uh, we're going to work together, I think, quite closely.
real good on this, don't you? I know, I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. In the house of my God. I've got to be waking up, you know. Hey. Time course tells me it's 22 minutes before the uh, top of the hour. So Mr. Alistair V is going to be joining us. Uh, Around about nine o'clock this morning. say thank you very much indeed going out there to the to the technical team as well i saw they've been working overnight too actually i had a jessica they did a few upgrades and a few changes to things too so i uh, always appreciate their hard work thank you very much indeed guys Tell you what, this is how we do it every Saturday morning. In case you've uh, you're tuned in for the very, very first time, it's always a worship Saturday morning. You know, it is. Uh, I've got to say, it's really. Uh, I, I can't say it's funny or it's weird, but you start off with one thing, and um, you know, God just develops something. But you got to start first, right? Let's do this one, Mr. Stevie G. Beautiful track called Panchende, the secret place where God speaks to you. Sangulula Wesha panchende Panya tu koshe chivu sa chesu DJ Bell Sangulula Wesha panchende Panya tu koshe chivu sa chesu
good morning to my number one fan, Mr. Timothy Sankor. That means you've woken your daddy up so early in the morning, man. Let's say good morning going out there to the whole of the Sankor family. Shouts going out there to uh, to Joel, to DDSS, to my dear sister Teresa, and of course, Uncle Tamba. Beautiful track by my brother, Mr. Stevie G. <laughs> He's put up on my dad's phone secretly. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Yeah, shouts going out to my brother, Mr. Stevie G, all the way out there in Zambia. God bless you, my brother. You know, he's got something new coming out very, very shortly. Uh, I can't wait, actually. Uh, Panchende is going to be uh, one of the singles that's on their video to follow as well. Let's do this one. Former record of the week. Beautiful track by Miss Ray Ray. Know you more. To be closer to you, no more distractions, Lord. Right now, I want to be still in your presence, giving you all my attention, Lord.
say absolutely love that track by uh, miss ray ray know you more gonna keep it in the in the worship vibe just a little bit longer okay keep it right there dj Val. don't move let's do a sarah tabo spirit calm We need 
this is Shiva Franklin from Kingston, Jamaica, and it's time for worship with DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel Show. I'm going to slide this one into the mix. Uh, I just feel that uh, it's got to go right. The simple gospel. Leon Tembo, alongside a whole host of others, as we worship our God this morning, you are truly welcome to his presence.
I do think uh, Mr. Alistair V is uh, waiting in the wings. Going to leave this one playing. I'm going to get him on the uh, phone, and uh, we need to get into the young person's point of view. We're going to leave this one, right? Beautiful track called uh, Life, Roll the Stone Away, Glenn Gawazi. But the tomb you face is not the end. He can roll the stone away. Jesus rolled the stone away. The weight of sin has kept you bound. It seems like death is all. Glenn Gawazi, he rolled the stone away. He sure did, you know. 
right, it is time for me to get Mr. Alistair V on the line. Let me give him a call. Hello, Dad. Hey, son. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Did you think I forgot you, right? It was a little bit later than advertised, wasn't it? Uh, no, I've been watching the show. So. Oh, okay. Oh, bless you. Good morning, son. How are you doing? You're right. Yes, I'm fine, thank you. Fantastic. How's mum? She's fine. All right, brilliant. Okay, let's have. I've, I've taken a little bit of your time while we've been doing uh, that. Uh, uh, that's why we've been doing a little bit of worship this morning uh I've, I've i've developed a bit of a playlist for you at the moment but uh we need to develop one at some point right a new one for you right yeah yeah all right so um over to you introduce yourself and uh you can kick off with your uh with your points today sir okay uh my name is alice the which is short for alice the valentine which is also short for alice the valentine had yomi which is also short for many other middle names. <laughs> the way you say that bit, like, you're not too happy about it. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Don't mind me. No, um, okay. Well, I have um, two things I wanted to talk about. Okay. One of them is more like an open discussion with you. Okay, yeah, and go for it. Everybody. And then one of them is just more like a, in, an infer, a for, an informative, um, I guess, thing, news point or, yeah. Okay, yep, go for it. Sorry, I was just, uh, um, I, th- I think um, the Facebook stream went down, so I'm just resetting oh. it. But yeah, you can keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so on... Tuesday, mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm correct, um, it was the presidential election, or the last time American voters were able to vote um, for the new pe- the new president of the United States. Oh really? That okay. So Tuesday. So that's why you know I, my show, one of my shows is called. Well, actually, I say Tuesday is Super Tuesday because I I do Tuesday. But that's where I got the idea from. But I didn't realize it was the last time that they could vote. Okay, that's quite interesting. Yeah, it's on that day, and then yeah, yeah, Tuesday when they do the. It's like it's similar to how like the UK has referendums and all of that, but a bit slower. Okay. I guess maybe because it's a bit bigger, but it's basically the last time they're able to vote. So they have until I think, like maybe I think even midnight or so. Like okay. it's until they can't vote, and then the counting goes through, and then the announcement is usually given within the week, depending on how long it's taken. But and um, this time. It was a little bit more uh, challenging with, um, well, the Democrats and the Republicans. So the two main political parties in America. Okay. And basically, there's, well, there's, it's like a backwards and forwards type argument that they're complaining about, obviously, voting and people not, well, 
quote unquote rigging the vote. Like counters aren't counting the votes properly, and there are just tons of votes that are all illegal votes, and people want there to be a recount. People want those illegal votes not to be counted. They want certain states to not even be counted at all. And it's been a bit of a backwards and forwards. Even the news is just there's not a lot really going out except for like a. He said, she said, type of thing. Mm. Mm. Like, oh, you did this, but you did this, and you did this, but I did this, and it's been a bit of um, a crazy situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're trying to be polite. It's a shambles, Alistair. An absolute yeah, shambles. it is. Yeah. It yeah. is, but um, it's been slowly going um, like through. Like, it's been going throughout the day, throughout these couple of days now. And even now, this is Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and it started on Tuesday. They still have not declared the... Uh, um, yeah. Wow. So it's, it's really a bit of a mess. And with the fact that um, Donald Trump is um, trying to, I think, appeal... Against the um, the all these quote unquote illegal votes that are being um, put through, mm. and well, it's a bit of like a power play because he's only appealing in key states, so the ones that he could win in, yeah, yeah. not the ones that you know. But it's it's it's, it's politics. It is what it is. But then there's all of this. I was I was talking to mum um, about it, and I was saying um, it's kind of similar to um, when there was that like case by the F, I think the FBI or the CIA to discover that um, Russia was it yeah. was either like promoting or to, like um, buying um, votes to have Donald Trump in. And the White House and all of this, mm. and now it's kind of the tables have turned, and now it's the Democrats that are apparently doing it, and the counters are all Democrats, and having um, them just even just process almost every single vote as um, Democrat. Yeah. That's why there's been more votes, even though statistically it's probably because more people don't want Donald Trump in the White House. Mm. But with that, there's also the um, the problem of um, like the I think they're called poll observe observers. Yeah, they basically watch the counters after they do it from the different um, political uh, parties. Yep, yep. So yep. they'll they'll stand next to them, well, at a distance now because of you know um, the coronavirus. But they stay at a distance with between them and make sure each one is counted fairly. Yeah. But now they're saying that apparently they're being put like um, meters away from where the counting is being held. Yeah. So it causes the problem that they don't know um, what um, votes are being counted correctly. And then there was in Michigan, there was like in their the voting center or hall and people were like, not protesting, 
but gathering at the entrance mm-hmm. and police and police um, were, were blocked off like the windows because I think they thought it was kind of like an intimidation tactic mm. for, um, I think it was mostly Republicans to go in there and try and scare, well, quote-unquote scare them like into doing it correctly and then it was like a, just a backwards and forward thing. Somebody was saying that they there's only a certain amount of people they're allowed to have, like the poll watchers to have in there. Yep. And then some other people are saying that, oh, it's not full capacity and they're lying and that there's not enough people in here and it's all Democrats. And it's just a bit crazy the way they've been doing it this past um, couple of, for months and even well just days really and it's like I don't know it's just a bit odd like I was telling mum even though I understand that the UK is a smaller country like when we had Brexit and we had the EU referendum Mm. it was done in like a day and Mm. it was only it wasn't we, we don't we don't complain about the votes like they are now we only really complain about it because of the adverse effects that it had. But it's like they're still complaining while their verdict hasn't even happened. It's a very good point you make there. Very, very good point. Very good point. That's a very, very but, strong case you bring to the table today. Yeah. Keep going. But it it's like I don't it's weird because it's split on the whole I I still don't even get how they count. Um, votes in America because I would think <laughs> in the UK we count them as you would each vote by I'm pretty sure like each um, like we count each vote by like one, two, three, four and so how, how many thousand votes how many thousand votes this and it's all like I was so confused because like the, to win the vote it's 270 um, uh, votes but I was like that's a really small margin of people but I don't know how they work it so let me explain what that is and you you, that's a really really good point because America is really and it's you know I just love this you know what you've done on this this is brilliant um you know and you know thank you for bringing every point that you brought to the table because everything that you said is so salient and is so on point so this last thing that you said you know so when Donald Trump went up against Hillary Clinton. Hillary yeah. had more votes. So more people yeah. came out and voted for Democrat. But how they do it in 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 America, and I, I might not get the term right, but they have these kind of like electoral college votes. So Yeah, I was confused about that as well. Yeah, so each state has um, an electoral college vote. So I, I, I don't know how each state gets it. I don't know if it's down to size or it's down to like boroughs or i don't know how they do it but it's a bit like saying um uh you know somewhere like london's got i don't know how many different boroughs so even Mm -hmm. though overall people may well overwhelmingly vote say for example for the labor government um but it's all about how many um maybe boroughs are collected by each uh um each party who wins the majority yeah, so this electoral oh. college vote thing is where it all hinges. So some states have more, some states have less. So 
and and basically, you know, you you got some um, American states that are quite, uh, you know, they're 100% Republican. And you have some American states like New York that will always be Democrat. Um, And then you have what they call the swing states that could go either way. And with those swing states, because, you know, one, they can go either way. And two, I think because there's an opportunity for you to have quite a lot of um, electoral college votes. um, Mm. So that's where that thing gets. So the the race is the first person to get to 270 wins. Right. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I I think it stopped. And, you know, Donald Trump and, you know, in all fairness. Right. um, There is. Good morning, uh, Miss Louisa. uh, Great to have you on the stream. Um, You know, there is a lot of 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 political nonsense that happens. And the reason why I say it's nonsense is because. You know, they've all tried it and they've all done it before and it's worked for them in varying degrees. So they come back and they say, well, the other person's doing it. Um, You know, and you wonder how would you now decide that, you know, majority and let's be honest. All right. If if you uh, really want to put it that way, um, you know, so what if you have a lot of Democrat people that are in there that are uh, counting the ballots? Um, It would be america's the kind of place if they caught you doing anything that was wrong they would throw you in jail you know so you know when he came in there wasn't a problem bit with with there being a lot of democrat counters right now all of a sudden there's a problem because you know donald trump's not getting things the right way and and things are going up and down so i i I think that's where this whole thing really comes from and you know i I, I've, i've never known that you can stop an election um you know stop people casting votes or stop a count because you you know you go to the courts and you say right this is not right and we need to do this so the whole thing about the the distance of the of the counts i don't know what that is someone could turn around and say it's maybe it's because of coronavirus i don't know but you know donald trump said oh his people need to be within a uh, you know a few meters so that they can see what's going on and uh, yeah yeah it's um it is all uh, very, very worrying. I, I, I think the results not out. You said the results not out yet, right? No, I'm just trying to find it. But I think last time I checked it, um, this morning, uh, Joe Biden was on uh, two sixty four. Yeah, and um, Ooh, that's close. Donald Trump was on uh, two fourteen. Ooh, that's real, real close. That is real, real close real real close so and 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 again i think um uh i think uh joe that there's been a record amount of people that have come out to the polls to vote in favor of of joe biden so really you know it would be a really miscarriage of justice right that if Mm. after that that donald trump still won based on this electoral college vote thing which that i they they will not change i can tell you that much americans like that they're not going to make a constitutional change to how that voting happens but um you know as i said you know i think they use the term popular vote so hillary won the popular vote but unfortunately strategically she did not win the enough electoral college votes to get her into the white house donald trump you know won that quite clearly i think um and uh you know joe biden seems to be very very close very very close uh he only needs a few more but the problem is you know with these things i i remember i i I don't know if you remember that far back um, when it was the whole brexit thing Mm. and you know it, it was remain 
you know, and for those that don't know, sorry if you are around the world and you, and you weren't really too sure, the, you know, the UK went through this period of time where they decided that they wanted to leave the European Union and that there, was, there would be a referendum. And in the referendum, there was, you know, to leave um, or to remain. And um, I remember going to bed that night um, and um, remain was like so far ahead. I thought, well, there you go. It, it's a foregone, uh, you know, as a French would say, it's a fait accompli. It's already finished. All right. There's no need even yeah. worrying about it. Then I woke up in the morning and I said, guess what? We're out of Europe. <laughs> I went like, what? What do you mean we're out of Europe? And it's like, yeah. You know, and somewhere along the line, these last bits of votes that came in, you know, and that was a numbers vote. That wasn't like a, you know, that that, that was numbers, you know, we, high, you know, highest number wins. So even if it was by one vote, the highest person yeah. wins. So, yeah. So, um, that, yeah, that, that was a little bit different. So, you know, things may change. You know, I've, I've said this right, and I'm, I, I don't think I'll be very popular about it, but I really think that Donald Trump is going to win. Mm. Uh, no, but the, the only reason why I kind of slightly disagree with you is that, um, well, they say that um, already, that if um, Donald Trump, um, well, wins, um, well, had the overall vote in um, Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, he wins if he has the overall state, uh, the overall um, um, vote in. I think I don't know if it's. I think Delaware still wins. Um, if he gets both, he wins by like a landslide completely. And then um, wow. even if like by many other places, he still wins. So. Like how that how Donald Trump's complaining about Michigan and their vote. If Donald Trump gets Michigan, Joe Biden still wins, even if he gets, as long as he. And I'm just reading it now from um, Sky News, and he's still going up apparently mm. in the counting. Apparently, he's going up. Yeah, and Pennsylvania is. Um, I mean, but please, you know, if you're out there and you're listening from America, which we do have American friends that do listen, I, I, I'm not sure of the geography, and please forgive me on my own personal, this is my own personal interpretation, but I think Pennsylvania is quite a big, uh, it, it's quite famous for its mining, and I think those sectors in particular are very, very loyal to Donald Trump. Um, I don't know about Delaware, um, but I, I know Pennsylvania, there's like, you know, coal mining and steel mining and all that kind of stuff. And he has done a lot to make sure, I think, to secure the vote um, within there. I don't know if they're traditionally Republican or they're re traditionally um, Democrat, but I, I, I know that that kind of like working man, kind of like blue collar worker are the ones that um, mm. tend to come out and uh, definitely, uh, definitely vote Trump. You know, and, and, yeah. and just to put up, you know, a, a little bit of edge on it, you know, um, unfortunately, people of color don't come out and vote. And that's, a, you know, but, that, that is a fact. They don't. But there's also um, this thing now, which is a bit weird, but it's basically apparently more um, African-American uh, and um Latino um, voters are actually voting for Trump. Wow. More of them are. And I was watching this video and like if I was like unknown to um, who Donald Trump is and what he's done, mm. I would think this guy's a really good guy. Like the way they this 
it was like almost like a one of those promotional yeah. things for like but yeah I would think this guy is like amazing like a great president looking out for the community but from most people's knowledge not really yeah and I, I it's just it's odd how it all tallies up to this because even then at the start mm-hmm. there's it wasn't like people were worried because I was on Tuesday I watched it mm. and they were like neck and neck mm. and I was like at this time really they're still like like on like they were on the same number at the time mm-hmm. and nothing's changed nothing's moving like people are still voting for Donald Trump in this time yeah, yeah. and it, it just it just shocked me really but um I have it here I was actually incorrect okay. with the numbers sorry right. yeah um, go for it. it um for Biden it's 253 and for Donald Trump it's 214. Oh, and yeah, he's a long way off. Then, I mean, I, I, then again, saying that, you know, I, I don't want to sound like you know, but anything can, you know, if if, and does it tell you how many electoral college votes are left that potentially um, that they can that are available to win? I can check that. I'm pretty sure. But right. um, go on, sorry, go on. I was going to talk while you were looking for it. No, you can do. You can you can do it first. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I mean that would be really interesting to see what's what's available in the balance, right? To see whether or not there is this, and then you can see whether or not they're loyal to uh, d- the Democrat Party or the other thing. But I, I think you know, just going back to the voter apathy thing, I think that was one of the things that they, you know, they said, apart from very clever marketing um, to dissuade people to go out and all that kind of stuff and make it look as if. Don't worry, Hillary's going to win by a landslide, so you don't need to go out and uh, you don't need to actually go out and vote. Um, th- there is a bit of apathy in the black community, I think, to actually going out to cast votes, even in the UK. Um, and I, you know, I'll be the first to say, you know, one of the um, reasons why Boris Johnson got in was that traditional Labour voters decided to vote for something different. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I continually keep saying this um, to people that I meet. Uh, you can have your loyalties and you can do all of this stuff about, well, they don't like us. These people do. But there are sometimes the people who you traditionally vote for. Um, and, you know, I'm not speaking against any party in particular, but you hold, you know, almost like this brand loyalty, regardless of whatever they do. You know, it's the lesser of two evils. Well, I don't like them, but, I, I, you know, I'd rather go here. And my grandfather voted this, you know what I mean? And my, and my grandmother and my mother and my uncle and my brother. And so I'm just going to vote this as well because they seem to be, in quotes, the party of the, uh, you know, of the of, of the black person or a person of colour. Um, and, yeah. you know, the, and don't get me wrong, all of these political parties, they know this. And they bank on the fact that, you know, particular demographics vote with them. And sometimes what, yeah. what has to happen is you have to really shake things up. You know, considering Donald Trump got in on, off, off the back of President Obama, you would have thought, well, how would that have been possible for him to get in off the back of President Obama if the Democrats had done such a fantastic job in taking care of mm-hmm. people of color? And 
obviously, you know, I mean, as I said, I'm not a political expert. I'm not opposed. It's just my humble opinion, which may be worth nothing to anybody out there. But, you know, that's, uh, you know, and I, I think sometimes in order for you to affect change, you just need to go the other way. You just need to shake things up. And I think that's what happened over here in the UK. Why um, Boris Johnson got in with a ridiculous majority because people just said, well, let's, let's just try something else. I, and people vote people as well. People, you know, people buy people. Um, I think, unfortunately, the, the leader of the UK party was not the, the person that people felt that they wanted to be aligned with. So that helps as well. Um, but yeah, th- th- there is that thing that, you know, I, I think we don't understand the, the power that we have together because, you know, if, you know, you can vote people in and vote people out and, you know, ultimately is anything going to, you know, change significantly? It could be a bit of a, a challenge either way, but I think there is this power that we have that we don't re- re- realize. Sorry, go on. Do you, you, did you, were you able to dig that up? Um, not the, um, the electoral college vote. But I do have the um, the other ones like the Senate votes and the. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us an update on that, then. Yeah. So the Senate results is that the Democrat the Democrat Party is at forty six votes, and uh, fifty one is the majority, mm. and the Republican Party is on forty eight. Mm. So Donald Trump is winning on that part, but then on. Um, House um, votes. Um, That's a House of Representatives uh, vote. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so two hundred and twelve to the uh, Democratic Party, and a uh, hundred and ninety-four to the Republican yeah. Party. Mm. So, from all of it, um, it looks. It, I don't. It, for this, it's what it's um, like for the the map because I'm looking at the map right now. Yeah. Um, it looks like um, either way, um, Joe Biden probably is going to win because it says, well, it says the map is like it has blue, red, of course, Democrat and Republican, and then it has this like lighter orange and lighter blue, which is the leads of Democrat and Republican. Mm. So it says uh, Nevada is um, is winning, but well, uh, Democrats are winning there, and okay. then in Georgia, Democrats are winning there, and then in Pennsylvania, um, Democrats are winning there, mm. and it's only in North Carolina that um, Republicans. Um, yeah. But all of the other ones, like that, have already been won. Mm. On it looks, it looks like, oh yeah, um, what's his name? Sorry, uh, Donald Trump's winning because there's a lot more red than there is blue. Okay. But when I was looking at the electrical, the elect, the electoral college vote, yeah, there's in the places that um, Joe Biden's won have more votes than other places. Yeah. So he's winning so the like, popular. He's winning the popular vote, which is what how they yeah. how they call it. But without the electoral college votes, you can't really, um, uh, you know, you won't get to the White House unless you get those. You know, you, you hit that magic t- uh, two seventy, um, and then the House of Representatives. I think it's always been that way. The House of Representatives has always been controlled by the Democrats, whereas the Senate is always controlled by the Republicans. 
and that was one of the problems that or you know um that i think president obama kind of like had a, he had a problem because they had control i think of the i think they had control of the of, of of the lower house as they call it but they didn't have control in the higher house so everything's got to go through one house in order to make it to the you know to the senate and the senate's where everything mm. gets approved and that was where the republicans would then come back and go nah we don't want to do that nah we don't want to do that nah we don't want to do that so you mm. know in a way you know regardless of who gets in you know it's still going to be a bit you know it's a little bit precarious the way that they do it i think um you know to, to a certain degree um you know the uk system although flawed um and you know people say it doesn't have proportional representation but it still seems to work uh a bit better that you know okay first past the post yeah you could win on the on the but yeah but actually no it's it's very very similar as well i'm just thinking about it because you could win but you may not have a majority and then you have to form coalitions yeah. with other people which was kind of like what the problem was in theresa may's government or you could win but you then have a minority government. So, you know, you're the president or you're the prime minister, but then you don't have enough MPs to vote your legislation through. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's uh, kind of nuts, really. <laughs> mm. But I don't, I don't know. I feel I've, I'm on Google right now mm. and it's showing me the live results. Mm. But I was on, um, I think it was CNN and Sky News um, it says a completely different number. So I don't know which one to choose because um, my first uh, well, number I said was 264 to uh, Joe Biden yeah, and uh, 214 to Donald Trump. But then on CNN, it says 253. So uh, I wonder if they're doing pre- predictive that you know based on the, you know the poll hasn't finished but based on the amount that's come in they're just saying well that's gone to him kind of thing even though the the, the poll hasn't finished for it to turn around because you know you could say like there's one million people in england uh so, so yeah. one million people in london let's say for example and yeah. um you know seven hundred and fifty thousand people have come out already to vote for for um for whoever the the person is but the polls haven't closed yet because there's still people to vote yeah. so there's a good i mean you, you, you can't you know what i mean all of a sudden manufacture extra, extra people to come to the you know come to the polls so i think that might be kind of like the um the process that they're taking but again this and and some of this remember that the media as well is state not state sponsored they have their own interests so i think fox is very very republican um, I don't know what CSN, CNN is, but they are all, you know, they're all, um, remember, they have these lobby groups behind. America's really complex. Never look at anything mm. and, um, and you know, you, you take it on face value. You know, mm-hmm. um, there are, uh, 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 let me just quickly stop there because I, I think we might go down a rabbit hole that might not be kind of like um, uh, really uh election related let me read some of the comments back okay because there were some comments that came in um uh good morning to miss louisa and we say congratulations on your new appointment as well well done well done well done well done she is a pr executive at shoggy tush magazine let me have a look somebody said something who was it uh i think it was elder jessica said um 
so I had a Jessica said, don't quote her, but she saw something online. I won't say from, from where, what source it was. But the person said that Joe Biden um, had won. It was a, some prophetic declaration, but uh, something happened and then Donald Trump got back in. So I don't know whether it's some of these legal wranglings that's going on. Um, mm. People of color, she says, people of color are coming out this time, which is very, very true. Um, uh, well done. One thing is certain. This is from Miss Louisa. Um, uh, well done. One thing is certain uh, for for this election. Whoever eventually wins is definitely won't uh, have an easy walk into the White House and the work to do following Trump's exit. Uh, if he loses, yeah, because there, there's this whole thing about the whole unrest. Whoever it is who wins yeah. or loses, there's just going to be unrest in you know in America, which never serves well for anybody else. Um, uh, she also goes on to say it's been a real close uh, open in terms of results. Anything can still happen. So yeah, so you you, you can't write Donald Trump off, and that's the mm. point of of what I'm saying. And it it kind of um, uh, says Google results is a projected result that has been uh, not called yet. Okay, yeah. So that thing about it looking as if somebody has already won that state is a projected thing that they yeah yeah uh, yeah uh, they do it's uh ap's projected results associated press project um that, well you would know you're a pr executive so we should get her on the show you know uh, you know a little news segment you know with her at her desk and saying okay this is what we're doing today no no okay so um yeah and uh, it is it's just a really because you have to be really careful because these state-run media thing as well they, you know, sometimes they say, oh, yeah, don't worry. I can't remember who it was right over here. And it was a foregone conclusion that that particular party was going to win. And then people didn't come out. And then the other party won. And then people, what happened? They said, well, people never came out to vote. They thought it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to win. So, you know, people may well be out there in, in, in different states in America and, and thinking to themselves, well, Joe Biden's run. I don't need to get out. You know, it might be a bit chilly. Yeah. It might be this. It might be that. I don't want to go out and do voting because of social distancing and all kinds of other stuff. I guess you can vote online as well. But, you know, people say, ah, it's all right. He's won. I don't need to, you know, waste my time posting my ballot. And, um, yeah, yeah, lo and behold, you can get lulled into this full sense of security. So, uh, yeah, but it definitely... Uh, it definitely, definitely may. Auntie Avil says, keep praying as well. We will, you know. Um, we were, I can't remember where we were. I think it was a Wednesday prayer. And I said, you know what? There's a saying, they say, when America sneezes, that the UK catches a cold or the rest of the world catches a cold. So, um, yeah. you know, whatever problems there are in America will definitely filter out all around the whole wide world. So uh, we mm -hmm. have to really keep uh, America in prayer. But this was a really good point, actually. And, uh what do you think? By next week, we have a new president? I don't even know at this point. Probably not. Well, my but, if I was a gambling man, which I'm not, I would say that uh, we're not going to have a new president. We're going to have the same president. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm not doing but any I, prophetic declaration for anybody gets on there and goes, oh, you spoke into the atmosphere. I said, I just feel that... Yeah, sorry, that was the other thing I was going to say, son, quickly. Um, and I'll shut up. Um... You know, for somebody who was so terrible in power, right? How come it's still so close? You know, every day, you know, oh, Trump's a joker, Trump's this, Trump's that, Trump's this, Trump's that, Trump's that. So it shouldn't, it should, it should have been a no contest, right? It should be a no contest. Yeah. But it is still, 
you know, it, you know, it's still up for grabs anyway. So, so, all right, that's it. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just gonna say there was uh, now in America they're bordering up shops now, like they've been like closed, like um, for instance, like clothes shops at some restaurants. They're just all closing them up because obviously uh, civil unrest. Mm-hmm. But then some people are going as far to say. And maybe even a kind of quote unquote civil war, and not not obviously the best thing to be, you know, um, well not wishing for really, because it's not the greatest thing to happen. Yeah, but yeah. Um, there's also the point like how. Um, it's, it's been like this current thing, like especially in my school, people complaining about people talking about the election and yeah. what that. Well, they're like, oh, it doesn't stand off for anything to the UK. Yeah. Like, it could mess up trade deals. Yeah. Remember that the US practically has um, a military, at least like two military bases in almost. Um, every major country around the world. Yep. So it, there's a lot that could happen just from depending who's in power yep. and what happens. But it, we'll just have to see. Yeah. No, you, you, you know, you raise a civil unrest or a civil war would be absolutely, you know, terrible. Um, yeah. But uh, we just have to pray that, you know, sanity will prevail and, um, yeah, so the problem with politics, you know, you are really, in, in some instances, you're, you're really caught between the devil and the deep blue sea, as they say, because it's just, you know, and, and I think that's what causes people to say, well, what's the point of voting? But, you know, it's your right. And to anybody out there who, who may well be listening to this, who thought to themselves that they, they didn't need to vote, you know, people die to ensure that you have the vote. And the same over here. You know, for a long time, as a, especially people of color and women as well, were disenfranchised. Um, so, you know, when you have the opportunity to vote, whether it be for local elections, whether it be for national elections or by-elections, please, people, get out there and cast your vote. Um, you know, either way, you know, cast your vote. But, yeah. But thanks very much indeed, son. Um, okay. I think you need to do your uh, your your shout outs and then um yeah we need to wrap up and uh get ready to oh. move on oh did you have something else did it go that fast well yeah yeah oh all right okay yeah go for it you got something else go for it well all i wanted to do was um uh read out some of the um new lockdown rules for the uk and oh. you know how they started on thursday yeah and it was a bit of a, it, it wasn't like, I don't think anybody really went into panic mode, but there was still a bit of uncertainty when we were going to, you know, come out of it. Yeah. What can we do? Um, so I'll just read out a few of the things that you can and can't do during lockdown. All right. Um, so, um, you can well the question is can you uh leave your home uh yes but it's only for specific reasons such as um education work 
and um, for exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with exercise, you can exercise with one other person from a different household. Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, you also you can't um, meet in you can't meet with people in gardens. You have to meet people in open spaces mm-hmm. um, and and um, other recreational spaces. So you can't meet up like, for instance, golf club or anything like that. Like you can't none of those type of activities. Okay. And then you can leave your home to provide support for somebody um, that is vulnerable. Okay. And um, you um, you support bubbles will remain in place like before. Mm-hmm. So you can still have that group of family or friends that you can, mm. you know, see or rely on during lockdown okay. um, children can um, move between uh, homes if parents are separated and um, non-essential clothes no, non, non-essential shops and leisure and entertainment venues will be closed so that's like um, well I think there's a protest for gyms but mm. e.g. gyms and um, some shopping places and um, cinemas and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, bars and pubs and restaurants will stay closed. Um, hairdressers and beauty salons will stay closed. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, schools and colleges and universities are open. Or open. Yeah. Yes. Very fun. Indeed, um, <laughs> still open, still, still buzzing, still moving around. I think the only thing uh, you have to do now is um, wear. Well, for my school, yeah. you have to wear a mask in um, coming to school and going through the hallways. And you've then got, you've in got to wear class. a mask coming into school. Yeah. Oh, like, like when you get there, you got to put your mask on. Basically, when you, you get on the premises, right? Not walking, you don't have well, to, they can't make you walk down the street with one on. Well, not like walk down the street, but like where it is, it's just after a traffic light, so the teachers can see you. So, because we all like three different year groups go through one entrance, then the two other year groups go to another. Uh, okay. So, that's why we have you just have to wear a mask when you walk through the gate of school, or at least have it before then. Okay. Um, yeah, so um, there is um, uh, there is a furlough scheme um, so uh, the furlough will be payable at 80% up to maximum, a maximum of 2,500 2, of, du- of the duration of the package mm. of tougher national measures um, that will support the whole world well, England and um, and businesses are forced to be closed, but and um, will also receive grants of uh, three thousand uh, pounds per month, and then um, 
It also says 1.1 billion will be given to local authorities to distribute the basis on the 20 pound per head one, sorry, for one off payments to support businesses and and hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Sorry. And yeah, that's basically it. No, no, you said we're saying churches. Finish it. Oh, um, uh, churches will be uh, will remain open for private prayer. Funerals will be limited to close family, and um, Premier League football matches will continue. Um, will continue despite the restrictions. Okay. Obviously, right. no fans. Brilliant, because we've only got about ten minutes left, and I need to do the salvation yep. call as well. So, um, just okay. a quick. Okay, so. Joel and Timothy say you never say uh, shout out to them and they listen to the show. So can you shout them out, please? <laughs> okay. I'll give a shout out to... Um, and DDSS as well. Yes. I'll give a shout out to Joel, Timothy and DDSS. As to be known. Um, I'll give a shout out uh, to my mum. I'll give a shout out to my sister Christine. I'll give a shout out to my auntie Jenny and... Mountie P and Mountie Chichu. I'll give a shout out to my cousins, uh, Malika, Michaela, Matilda, and Ella. I'll give a shout out to my um, other cousins, Eliza and Elise. I'll give a shout out to my aunts on my dad's side, Auntie Olivia, Auntie Sonia, and Auntie Minky. I'll give a shout out to my other cousins, um, Nathan, Faye, Joshua, um, Kiara, and Sean. And I'll give a shout out to my grandparents in Nigeria. I'll give a shout out to my um, grandparents in the UK. And um, I'll give a shout out to my um, uh, niece, Lanaya, and my nephew, Anisha. I'll give a shout out to um, my sister, Chevelle. Brilliant. Thank you so much indeed, son. You've been a superstar. Should have uh, yeah, well, got, you, got you on a bit earlier, actually, and uh, really good topic, man. You should have prepped me because I, you know, I think everybody's quite emotional and emotive about this whole topic of voting and what happens in America. But you know, very well done, yeah. and thank you for sharing the the rules around, uh, you know, tier three lockdown over here in the United Kingdom of Great Britain. Take care, um, and I'll uh, speak to you later. Okay. Okay. Right, speak son. to you later. Love you. Bye, bye, son. Bye. 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 Okay, so let's. Uh, Let's say thank you so much indeed to Mr. Alistair V. As always, uh, very interesting. Uh, I didn't know he had uh, any kind of like political <laughs> feelings whatsoever, but it uh, looks like he does. So uh, thank you so much indeed. Uh, let's uh, reach out to anybody that doesn't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Um, as you can hear, you know, the world is uh, turning upside down. But there is one constant that, you know, Christ came, he died, took on the sin of the world and rose again to make sure that you would have eternal life. And that is a constant that can't be changed by pollsters, by elections, by uh, vote rigging. None of that can actually change. It is a fact. And that is what our faith is based on. So if you're out there and you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, no problem. It is, it is the first step to your walk in salvation, as I like to say. Uh, let me get rid of that thing from the screen. Didn't do it right. Did that right either. Oh, God, what am I doing? Oh, no, it's not going to go. Hold on. Let's get rid of that first. 
There we go. Oh, it's me again. Me, 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 everywhere. So let's get that right. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, as I was saying, the, you know, the world's not getting uh, any uh, any better, but there is a constant, which is Jesus. Jesus remains that constant. And um, we have, uh, I'm going to lead you in a prayer called the prayer of repentance, a prayer of salvation. Direct you over to some resources over there at RackCityChurch.org, um, which is my home church. You know, I'm under our Bishop John Anthony Francis, co-pastor Penny Francis. Um, and, you know, our responsibility here is for you to be saved. And there is a degree, of, there, you know, there is a certain degree of amount of faith that you need to use to be able to do this walk with Christ, right? And the first one is just by saying these words is a degree of faith. And then the other thing is you have the right to say, okay, Jesus, I've stepped out. You know, please meet me where I am and show yourself real. And that is the difference. It's, I always say it's not about church numbers, church denominations. It's about you having a personal encounter with Jesus. Once you have that personal encounter, that is it. You will not be able to go back again. Amen. Amen. So just bow your head wherever you are say, and uh, repeat after me. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. I believe that you are the son of God and that you died and rose again to remove all of my sins past present and future i was a sinner but now i want to be born again lord send your holy spirit into my heart to help me to stop sinning i have believed in my heart i've made a confession out of my mouth and upon my confession this morning i am now saved in jesus mighty and miraculous and mighty 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 name say amen somebody and as i said please go over to a www.rackcitychurch.org forward slash new believer there's a wonderful set of people there, very passionate about the things of god they are going to want to reach out to you and invite you to our thursday evening uh, discipleship care classes 7 p.m uh, uk time so uh, why don't you go over there and uh, register your interest on there and l- let your boy know all right i'm running out of time today but let your boy know just so you know what i'm in DJ Val, um, you keep going on about it, and I just decided to make that step. Um, and Jesus spoke to me, and yeah, I'll be super, super stoked to know that. Um, remember, you can get me on soulfoodoffice at gmail.com. That is the official Soul Food uh, Show email. Alternatively, plus four four seven nine six zero two one nine three double six to take you right through to the broadcasting suite, where uh, that's my uh, uh, business WhatsApp number. So you can get me on that as well. Just say I'm in. And if you need somebody to pray with you to encourage you, uh, you know I'm here. All right. Thank you so much. So what a wonderful show we've had today. I really felt that uh, the Holy Spirit touched down and uh, I think you started off your day absolutely fantastically. Anybody that's been on the stream today, I think you've been really blessed. I was blessed. And if I'm blessed, I know that you've been blessed as well. I want to say thank you as always to all of my contributors, my collaborators everybody that uh, chooses to join us and be part of soul food gospel from all around the world thank you so much indeed miss p she jumped on i think she's out there in jamaica at the moment thank you so much indeed elder jessica thank you so much indeed class captain thank you so much indeed miss louisa congratulations once again on your new appointment um shouts going out there to avril hall of course to uh, all of the sankor family uh who else was on uh angie rcbi my bestie little kk uh, if I've missed you, don't mean... Oh, Imara Joyce. Uh, yeah, if I missed you off the list, it doesn't mean that we don't love you. We love everybody here with the love of the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. So I've got a few minutes. What can I do? Let me see whether or not I can... Uh, let's see if we can do something a little bit... Uh, 
Let's do... Ooh, no, I don't want to do that. I might want to do this. Let's play this in the meantime. People say that they know what's going on Then turn around and act like nothing's wrong And I don't get it cause it could be me and you We're just separated by the ignorance of what to do We're trying so hard to try and numb ourselves But who knew that we'd be ones who needed help We don't know what it feels like to live in love Cause we are the ones who treasure the I got it. Gonna see if we can uh, dance you out of the door, actually. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Let's get you dancing. Now that you're up and you're awake, we've spoken about Mr. Donald Trump, which might put a bit of a, a downer on everything. We've spoken about all the restrictions that are going out there. Let's do this one, actually. Let's start. On, uh, let's lift our spirits. Come on. If you're ready for this, throw your hands in the air. Let's do this one by Joey T. As we dance you out from a Saturday morning, it's been absolutely epic. Do remember, if you do need to go out, of course, uh, actually, actually, if you need to stay at home, stay at home. If you do need to go out, be safe. But most importantly, folks, don't lose your faith in Christ Jesus. Take good care. We are saying goodbye. Remember, tomorrow... Three o'clock, uh, yep, three o'clock, yeah, three o'clock UK time. It is indeed the smooth worship show. I'm going to be playing nothing but the very best and the most laid backiest music you're ever gonna hear on a Sunday afternoon. Check out the smooth worship show. Take care, God bless, and see you tomorrow. Papa, you do me well, yeah. Why I for death, not before you, yeah. Who are for beef, not before you,